Can you imagine what it would be like if you guys came into my office at any random time and you saw this jar of M&M's on the desk? What it says here is it says Justin's Good Deeds. Uh, the point being is if you walked in and you could imagine me on a day-to-day -day basis have these M&M's represent the good deeds that I've done for the day or for the week or for the month or or even the minute, right? Can you imagine what it would be like for me to actually be as a pastor, as a Christian, as a man of God, as a husband, as a father, for every single time that I would present or do a good deed to collect it, to bring about, I guess, um, some sort of weird self-worship because of it. Would that really be following Jesus? Or would it be following uh, the good deeds that I've done? Let's take a look at this. Yes. Follow me. So, right, it's crazy. You would actually think that I would have a jar so that says Justin's good deeds. You got me. I don't. But the truth is, is if you really looked into my soul, if you really looked into my heart, you'd see that there is a constant battle for me to actually present my good deeds in a good way. Meaning this, um, the good works that I have, the good works, the, the talents, the giftings, the time that I invest in others, what am I really doing that for? See, to really examine yourself and to really take scripture at its core, I think we have to understand the purpose behind every good work that you and I perform. It says this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and here's the big part of it, and glorify your Father in heaven. See, what I think happens in the idea of following Jesus is that sometimes we get a bit convoluted with this, and we say that we're doing our good works in Jesus' name, but really to exalt you or me. And in my case, I would say that the danger so many times with me is that I find myself performing good works, doing charitable deeds, so that I feel good about myself. I know that's hard to say, even hard to hear for some of you, but the battle of the flesh, man, is this, is that I really believe, not necessarily that my good deeds justify me being saved in heaven or that I'm trying to earn my way to heaven. So if I'm being honest with you, and if you take a good look at yourself, do you see that many times when we perform good deeds, not necessarily does it justify us, but does it solidify the work that Christ gave in his life for you and me. Meaning this, because Christ made such a great sacrifice, do I in turn need to earn back his love, his respect by my good deeds here on earth? I'll never forget this happening, but a few years ago, I blew out my calf playing tennis. And I remember that it basically immobilized me for the first week completely. I had to be in a wheelchair, I had to be in a cast, I'd have people push me around. And I remember so often throughout that week, this inward battle of me not being able to perform and do what I normally did around the house. I had to rely on Krista. I had to rely on my, at that time, seven-year-old son to actually go and get me a drink of water from the kitchen. Meaning this, it destroyed who I was. Kind of took away, in many ways, my own identity. I think there's a spirit behind our good deeds that many times we try to follow them. Like they become our God. They become the thing that gives us our identity. This is maybe the reason why Jesus in Matthew 6 said something completely different. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men 
to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Verse 2, Therefore, when you do a good deed, do not sound a trumpet before you like the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, a good deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Then your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. The greatest reward of God rewarding you in this, I believe, is something that we don't see here in this passage. It's not monetary rewards. It's not um, a blessing from heaven or a better parking space at Costco, although I do believe God does reward us in the physical. The greatest reward that I believe that God gives us when we do our charitable our good deeds in secret and they aren't our god yet they are simply so that god might get glory is the freedom of not having to compete with ourselves. that's what i'm saying the freedom to not having to have your next deed top your last one your next good work be bigger than the one you did before all of us have been in relationships before where we've had to top the last gift that we gave for the anniversary or the birthday is that coming from a heart of service where God might give glory? Or is that coming in some sort of competition that you might not only impress the person you're with, but impress yourself? See, there's a freedom when you do your good deeds, when you give of your talent and your time, as if it goes unto God. Take a look at these two chapters. Are you really following Jesus through your good works? Or are your good works becoming nothing but a silly monument so that you can look at yourself and smile bigger because of your accomplishments. I think in this question, you will find much freedom when you come to the right answer. We love you guys. Have a wonderful day. I encourage you to continue to follow him. Yes. Follow me. Me? Yes, you.